I am fucking jazzed, guys. Like, I don't even know like, so what hyped. to do with myself right now. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> fucking hyped. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. Hey, buddy, your mic, maybe it's because you're sitting further back, but yeah, you sound really distant. Uh, it's probably my voice and the mic. Oh, gotcha. Okay, no that makes more sense. Yeah, you're, you'll be fine. We'll survive. I just wanted to let you know. How's the little girl doing? Look at her. Right. She's just all She's over the good. place. Yeah, she's Aww. almost eight months old. She'll be eight months old on the fifteenth. Oh, it's so sweet, baby. Hi. Hi. Cute little girl. <laughs> she's so precious. Yeah, I'm gonna take a screenshot of this so it's all right here. Yeah, I'm nervous about this one. Yeah, so am I. All right. Um, so we'll get an intro knocked out in this next two minutes. Um, guys, in case you didn't know, we're about to interview Corey Warden. You probably do know because you've seen the artwork you and the title on the episode. So you but know, <laughs> we're really excited about this. Um, you this know, this one has been building for a while now. Like we, so we often don't say anything to you guys about the guests that we have until it's done. Right, like. The interview is done. It's recorded. It's saved. We know nothing's going to corrupt. Like, because we don't want to tell you guys stuff, especially a guest as exciting as Corey Wharton. We don't want to tell you that. And then something happens, right? Like, it gets canceled or the file corrupts or just anything happens. Like, we don't want to get you guys excited for no reason. And so we haven't told anybody about our, our communications with Corey. And, you know, and here we are. And so. Uh, we're super stoked. We're very, very excited to get to sit down and, and do this Unplugged with Corey, learn more about his life and just kind of get his side of everything because he's been through a lot of shit. So, yeah, I'm super stoked. And then, of course, my Michigan brother, like I'm rocking all go blue today. Oh, yeah. All go Michigan blue. today. Let's go. My coffee cup. My I got a bracelet. My everything. I got all my Michigan shit on all today. And uh, I'm stoked. I'm ready to fucking go. <laughs> yeah, I'm hyped. Um, yeah, I'm, everything Karina just said, I'm just really hyped. I'm a little nervous. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to puke, but Rick we're okay. Get nervous very often either. So, well, I, I've gotten nervous for a few, a few, a few. Um, I, I don't have any Michigan stuff, so I brought my Tony. I, like that. I know exactly what's going on, and I'm sorry. I'm going to have to interrupt this. Your mic isn't working. You're going through your headphones. I can hear. Oh, it. sweet. Else. Is that what it is? Yeah, because when she was moving his headphones, it like sounded it was like it was right up on the mic, and I was like, "Oh, uh, that's it, that's it." Look at me. I was like, Tony being smarticle. Like, I was like, Tony looks like he's sitting in the same spot he sits all the time. What yeah. are you talking about? He's smarticle. I knew something wasn't right. Look at me, smarticle. We'll figure this out. We yeah. got this. <laughs> oh man. So good way to come back into the podcast, Tony. Right. Miss one round table. Next one up, Corey Wharton. Let's hop into the fire. That's how I do things. See here. Is my microphone back? Yeah. Where we go? We're live. There's Tony. Uh, My tiny seven month old technician unplugged the USB cable. Uh, That makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. While trying to rearrange my headphones, which Rick saw while Karina was talking. (laughs) Yes. I saw it too. And I just, I had to look down so I wouldn't get distracted. (laughs) I was like, okay, I got to look down and just keep talking. (laughs) Just just, just keep, keep, keep talking. I keep kicking my dog because she's like right at my feet and I can't stretch my legs out. And I'm like, I'm just going to use her as a footrest or something. No, that's not comfy. Never mind. Yeah. Damn it, Ahsoka. No. This is this is the second interview or third, I guess, third interview that Aubrey's been on because she was here for Jack. Mm-hmm. And then she came in, I think, when Alex was here one time, too. Yes, she did. I believe she did. Yeah. But she won't be here long. 
No, no, dude. Unoffic- or not even unofficial. She is now officially a co-host. Yeah. Yeah, she needs a onesie. It just says Challenge Fandom Podcast. We can make that happen. We can make that happen. <laughs> yeah. The logo might be a little tiny, but... It's true. <laughs> That's okay. She's tiny. Yeah, yeah, it works. It's proportioned. Tiny logo for tiny people. It's all ratio. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely like a right back into the fire, sort of like the first interview that I did was Jenny West. And yeah. then now I've, we took a week off. I've been off for a week. And then Corey Warden. Yeah. Come, welcome back. Yeah. Right. yeah. And yeah, all, sending massive love out to Nelson. Um, I know Corey was actually just down there with him, yeah. kind of helping him recover and stuff. That's some, that's some real friendship. And people who say that real friendships don't come from the challenge and stuff, that's bullshit. And I think that Corey and Nelson have truly proved that because that's a real legitimate friendship that started on, you know, the challenge and has, it wasn't even a friendship at first. Like, they didn't they didn't even like each other on invasion very much. You know, if you think about it, there was that that one with uh, Corey Nelson and Shane to get into the final and stuff. And like yeah, there was Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like babies. Yeah, yeah. So their friendship Fuck. wasn't always like this, you know, incredibly strong friendship. And so to go from a situation like that to, you know, Nelson volunteering to go in and go home so that Corey could go on to the final and try to win money for his kids like. From Nelson trying to sabotage Corey to make sure he doesn't make a final <laughs> to volunteering himself to make sure Corey makes the final. Like that's a huge evolution in a friendship. And I'm, I'm really excited to to get to talk to Corey about that friendship. Agreed. Sorry, I was looking at something. I'm, you always are. <laughs> I'm debating on whether. You always leave me hanging. <laughs> I, I'm. Wow. I'm just. Kidding. Wow. <laughs> wow. Good Lord. Gets a new set of headphones and now she's out for blood. Yeah. Look, they say professional. I know you can't see it. Yeah, but they profession- say professional on them. Professional so. fucking wordsmith that just stabbing my, your husband <laughs> right in the heart on fucking podcasts. <laughs> Jesus. Here we go, man. Corey says he's ready. Let's fucking go. Yeah, just let him know we're on here. <laughs> All right. I'm so excited right now. Oh my god. You should when he comes on, just lean a little bit so he can see the uh, whole go blue. Uh, <laughs> lean the other way. Lean towards me. There you uh, go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh. Oh, also, I figured out why you say like I'm on this side, but my voice comes through the opposite earphone. It's yeah. because we have our image inverted so that the logo is facing the right way instead of being backwards. Gotcha. So technically I am, I would be on the same side that it's coming through on your ear, but it's because we have our video inverted. It's cross. That would be even weirder after a year. I'm glad you know. <laughs> I just figure it'd look weird with like the logo all backwards and shit. So yeah, like, like it looks mine, mine is proper. Yeah. Yours is proper too. Yeah. But like technically I'm on Rick's right, not his left. I'm sitting like, this is his right hand. I don't I think. Yeah. This is his right arm. Whoa, you better be careful there. <laughs> What's up? What's, What's up? What's going on, Corey, man? <laughs> yeah, man, we made it happen. What's going on? Hell yeah, man, dude. Thank you so much, man. We oh know how God. busy you are, and for you to make the time for us to hop on, yeah. man, we truly appreciate it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Man, I love your guys' podcast, and thanks for having me, and got the kids in their room sleeping, so we're good to go, baby. Bro, we, we just put the kid down on the toilet right now with the iPad. We yeah. have the four-year-old at home, <laughs> oh, so... Yeah. 
So yeah. if she gets up or I get up real quick, just keep going. We're just yeah, grabbing him, yours. readjusting him, and then we're back. Yep. That's that's my world, right? That's what I, mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I understand. You guys are good with me over here. Yeah. Yeah. Me. Awesome. Oh, awesome. When we started this the first time around, I had my seven-month-old with me because I was yeah. like, I don't have time to put her down right now, so I've got a swing behind me that I had set up. But nice. now, she's, now she's conked out. She passed out like before I turned on the baby monitor when I walked out of her room. That's what you're nice. saying. She went out super quick, huh? She's yeah. tired. Too much excitement. Well, at least we're all on the same page when it comes to these kids. <laughs> keep us oh, busy, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. They keep us busy. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, man. So, Corey, man, like I said, thank yeah. you so much for coming on. Uh, first and foremost, man, wanted to let you know that we're, we're not Barbara Walters. This isn't 2020. We're not trying to make breaking news. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So if we touch on something you don't want to talk about, just be like, bro, I don't want to talk about it. And we'll keep it pushing. Simple yeah. as that. Cool. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. So first and foremost, man, we know you post about on your IG stories and your posts mm -hmm. um, with your youngest daughter, Maya, going through open mm -hmm. heart surgery. How's everything going for you guys? Man, I appreciate you guys asking. She's good, man. It's a blessing. Okay. Um, it was the worst two weeks of my life to be in the ICU for 14 days and to go through all that. It was like, Okay, you're just in the storm, right? You're just trying to weather the storm. But eventually, I like to tell people, you'll get out of the storm and things will look up. And I think one of the things that kept us so positive throughout the process was going to the L.A. Children's Hospital and seeing these kids that just, mm -hmm. they might be there for a couple months, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, I'm so thankful that once we get through this rough patch that hopefully we can go back to a normal life and so i'm just happy to be home and she's off of oxygen so thank you guys oh, and so um, cool. that's awesome. yeah, just try to stay positive bro just try to stay positive yeah absolutely man it, yeah. It, it, it's 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 a blessing where medicine is nowadays yes. where you know yeah. they're able to do that and it's 14 days in the icu that i couldn't even comprehend as a parent you know that no. the heart-wrenching feeling man yeah it was it was just tough because I see use very intensive care, right? Yeah. And so we're on the heart floor. And like I saw a couple times where we would be talking to a doctor and he looks at his phone and runs across the hallway. You just see tons of nurses, like the blue alarms going off and like they have to they have to recitate a baby because he stopped breathing. And it's just like to be in that environment for 14 days takes such a toll on you mentally. Yeah. That like imagine. I'm just glad that it's over. I'm yeah. just glad that it's over. Being around sick kids is not what anybody wants to do. So it's all sunshines and rainbows over here, baby. Yeah, I love it, I man. Love I love that. it. Yeah, no. And I, another thing I wanted to ask real quick, we know you just got back from Austin. Um, obviously, yeah. Nelson had a bad car accident, but he's recovering. Last we saw was he was up pushing and moving around the doctors and nurses told him to slow it down. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take it easy a little bit. How's, how's he doing, man? I told him, I, I'm looking at this like God is giving you a lesson in slowing down. And not only just from that video that he posted, but just in general, like I told him, like, I think this is, let's try to look at what message he's sending with this accident, right? First of all, I'm glad Nelson's here. Yes. I'm glad. I yeah. went down and I checked up on him. I just was there for like two days, real quick trip, got him some groceries, just talked to him mentally to make sure he's in the right mental space because I've had injuries, right? I've torn my yeah. ACL twice. I've broken my tibula, my fibula, like jaw twice. I've been uh, all injured. And so I know what type of toll that takes on you mentally. So I'm just glad he's in a good place. 
it's going to be a long road, though. Like, yeah. um, his whole ankle, like, shattered. Yeah. So it's it's going to be about a year, year and a half, probably, before he really starts getting back to where he was. But um, he's willing to put in the work. I mean, there's no easy pill that you can take to be no. to where you were. So it's going to be a lot of PT and things like that. But he's here. He's safe. You know, thanks to KJ Osborne and all those people that saved them. Um, I reached out to them. It's just a thank you. And oh, um, that's cool. Yeah, man. We still got Nelly T. He'll be back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, man, the way he pushes it and, you know. Yeah. The, uh, I we mean, were the talk- dude lives in the gym. Yeah. Yep. Everything he loves to do, he can't do right now. So that's why I just wanted to tell him that, like, okay, now it's time to focus on something else. Because that's that's who he is. He works out. He travels everywhere. Like he likes being around people. He's a hyperactive dude. He's always on like 10. And it's like, bro, just we're going to take this time to slow down. We'll work on things that we can do in bed and what you can do. And eventually you're going to start walking. You'll make that progress. So yeah, he's doing good, man. I know he wants to say thank you, God, when they reached out. And make sure you guys go check out his uh, GoFundMe. Yeah. I know he's got about like 40 grand. But that's a, a drop yeah. in a bucket. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. have health so he's probably looking at like 200k in bills so any yeah. little that he can get helps um but yeah he's doing good man doing all right absolutely and for anyone listening um we will have the gofundme link down in the description um we did make a donation for the challenge fandom podcast and we encourage anybody that you know has the means to do so to please just go donate anything helps so i'm glad yeah. you brought that up yeah yeah. yeah. And I'm going to say, like, when he makes it back for like season 40, 41, when he makes that comeback, I'm not going to be surprised if he is the best puzzle player out there now right? with all this time he's got. You know what I mean? Deuce. But let's be real. Knowing <laughs> and what we're about, we're never going to be great at puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we can get them done in a time that doesn't get us eliminated and we can make up time in the runs or the strength section. But yeah, I have been working on my puzzles for sure. There's a couple good apps I've been using. Mm-hmm. I actually ordered some puzzles off of Etsy. I'm not going to oh. tell you guys the puzzles I ordered. <laughs> no. Little, uh, little puzzles to make me feel better about myself because a lot of, you know, just having that confidence walking up to a puzzle. So, oh, yeah. Well, man, I feel like kind of I, I wanted to jump in and ask those questions just so, you know, because I felt yeah. they were so pertinent. I, I know I'm going to ask because I haven't done the introductions. My name's Rick. We've been going back and forth <laughs> for like six months at, on IG. You know, uh, this is my wife, Karina. Uh, and then we got Tony. Uh, he's our international resident from Canada checking in. Oh, nice. Got Canada in the house. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of the North, man, I had to bring this up. You're originally from Grand Rapids, Michigan. We've got the Go Blue representation right here for you two as well. Oh, yeah. I got All day. Right there. I don't know if you can see it. You guys oh, yeah. Know. It oh, was yeah. literally as soon as I saw that on your, because I watched your real world uh, season. Yeah. As soon as I saw, I was like, that's my favorite guy. That's my new favorite yeah. guy. We got the <laughs> Michigan know. thing. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. You see, I already like your energy right here. Michigan <laughs> had a good year. Michigan had a great year. Yeah. yeah. Basketball team was trash, but a uh, good year to be a Wolverine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It was weird, too, though, that like all of a sudden the football team did great basketball, not so great. I was like, what happened here? This just you, totally flipped. <laughs> it, listen, I'd rather have the football team do better than the basketball team. I yeah, love basketball, too. but I think the fandom for football is a little bit more intense. So, yeah. it's yes. like, you know, there's more eyes on that. And I don't know. I enjoyed watching us beat Ohio State in Dude. the horseshoe. So, that's yeah. So good. 
Oh, it was. I was so hyped that day. Oh my god! Two years so in a hyped. row now. I mean, I don't know if I've ever seen that since I've been alive, and I'm 32 years yeah, old. Exactly. <laughs> it's been years since I've got to celebrate that. So I hit. I actually went to college in Columbus, Ohio. So I remember going down on campus when they played Michigan, and there was this car in this alleyway, and these kids had Michigan plates. They tore it up with the baseball bat. Everyone just took turns with the baseball bat, smashing oh, the windshield. Like, I don't oh, know no. whose car that was. But <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was intense robbery. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it is. It's, it definitely is. I've we've been together for about eight years, so it was the first six years of just heartbreak every year for every her. Year. And then the last every two year. years have been good years. So I'm there I'm, we go, man. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I, I did want to ask, like, you know, being raised in Michigan, yeah, growing up there, were you into like high school sports, athletics? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was a sports guy my whole life. I mean, ever since third grade, I started to play football, basketball. I was playing basketball year round, like on multiple teams, just always hooping um i love playing sports didn't get a, a scholarship for basketball i was gonna go d3 um uh, but then i ended up getting some money to go d2 mm. and um ended up going to columbus ohio ohio dominican university it's a division two school uh went there for a year redshirted and then um yeah i had to come home and i played on grand rapids community football's team the national championship team for a little bit but then um some other things happened and i was like you know what i'm not gonna go professional so i need some money in my bank account <laughs> like, yeah like, hit me i'm a i'm a 20 year old 21 year old kid like trying to figure it out so i started serving tables at applebee's made some good money for about two years and i moved out to california and made my dream happen so it was awesome man man and that's that's a big jump like a culture shock of yeah. going from like michigan, michigan ohio California. area yeah. straight to like la right like santa monica is that right i've never been on the west coast like i didn't come out here check it out i was just my cousin was already out here and i took his word for it and i was like all right me and my grandma packed up my mustang we threw my tv in the back and we made the drive over like three or four days because me and grandma we could only like nine hours a day yeah. Then after that, I was like, all right, Grandma, I love you, but <laughs> it was awesome, man. And then I just know every time I leave LA and I come back, I'm like, I'm grateful to be home. Like, this is where I was meant to be. My kids are here now, so it's perfect, man. Yeah. It's, it's, you know what? I've, I've lived in Southern California. It's, it's a select place, right? Like, there's nowhere else like it. My girlfriend hates it. Taylor hates living <laughs> here, right? She wants to go to Seattle. She likes the quiet. Mm. She wants her space. And like, it's not her vibe. Yeah. But oh, yeah. me, I'm like, I'm kind of fast paced and I'm in entertainment a lot more than she is. So this is the place for me. But will I be here forever? Probably not. You know, once all my kids are out of high school and off to college and stuff, I'll probably end up going somewhere who knows going exactly. somewhere else. yeah wherever the wind blows you know that's where i'm going so yeah. we got that I, same I plan like that, yeah. as soon as the kids graduate and they move on like because so not we. move out but because they're not moving yeah. out at 18 we know they're not no yeah. but, <laughs> <laughs> they are but they're not they're no. not yeah but when that eventually happens it's like oh maybe we'll move to like you know somewhere on the east coast we ain't, we've never lived there we'll see what it's all about who knows right yeah, right. yeah. It's definitely more family on the East Coast and things like that. Midwest is nice too, you know. So oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, she she really wants to go to Ann Arbor. So I do. I do. Ann so Arbor is a cool place, man. It's a cool spot. 
I've never been. I want to go so bad. I want to go see Wait, the big house. The big house? No, I've never been to the big house. I, it's I know, dude. It's so bad. Like I want to go so bad, and we have plans for it. But then, like, and we were gonna go, and then we ended up having our youngest, and we were like, "Well, I want all every but the whole family to be able to enjoy it because my yeah. my kids are Michigan fans too." And so I'm like, "All right, we gotta wait a couple years till he's old enough." And now he's four, so I'm like, "All right, we're getting to that space where we could go to a football game and and they'd have fun." Yeah, four is kind of a fun age. Like I remember yeah. going when I was little, and my grandma would take me. Right, it's like our little tradition, and yeah. I just remember playing catch with the frat boys and thinking like that was so cool. They got big music playing. Everyone's in the yard playing like beer pong. And here I am. It's like a six year old, like running routes. <laughs> and throwing the ball. My grandma's sitting there talking to dudes who's got like the red solo cup. Yeah. Like, yes. It's a good time, man. It's definitely good energy, good vibes and uh, go through, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've heard the energy in there is absolutely insane. Like no matter who they're playing, it's just, it's just, the energy is electrifying when you're in the big yeah. house. So, oh yeah. But I'm actually, I was actually curious. You had said a minute ago that you, you know, packed up from uh, Michigan and and moved out to California to, you know, mm-hmm. kind of pursue your dreams. Was yeah. that reality TV related at that point, or was there something else you were going to California for? Um, funniest thing is that I told everyone I was going to be on TV. As weird as that sounds, like as I remember serving tables and talking to all my waiters, and they're like, "Why are you going to LA?" And I'm like, "To get on the Real World." And I, I said that show because I was such a fan of the show. And I don't know if I was just throwing it to see if it sticks on the wall, right? But I told yeah. everyone. Told my mom that she was like, Corey, you'll be back in Michigan in like three months. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Fair enough. I did the real world and it was life changing and it just opened my eyes so much. And um, but I went out to California to be a personal trainer, but to also pursue like my dream of being on television. And yeah, I thought the real world meant rich, but actually I was more broke after doing it. <laughs> being on TV does not mean we're rich, everybody. Let me get that out there. Because yeah. everyone sees us on TV and they're like, oh, they got money. Nowadays with all these reality shows, man, they're not, they're not paying us much. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, it's been a blessing. And you guys have got to see me grow up on TV and I love it. And that, so I wanted to one interject. Yeah. My view on how much money was when I was 17 compared to now that I'm 37, (laughs) I got a kid or is vastly different. You know what I mean? So different. So different. I remember being 17, like, bro, if I can make like 50 grand a year, I'll be good. I'll be good. 50 grand was like, that ain't shit. Like, that's awesome. And now it's like, what the hell? Like, I remember being like, all right, I'm going to make. My goal in life was to make $100,000 by 30. And I was like, I will be so rich if I can just make 100K. And yes. now I'm okay. Now I want millions and millions. <laughs> yes, bro. <laughs> Look, like, yep. I was talking with the owner of the company I work for, and he's like, How much do you want to wait, make? And I was like, I don't want to ever have to worry about money again. That's where I want to yep. be. Yeah. So yep. when we get to that, then we'll talk. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But, exactly. Uh, so what I wanted to know is because we've talked to a lot of, you know, of the old school challenge cast mm-hmm. and about how they got into the real world and their casting process. And I'm kind of curious because your season was towards the the tail end of it. They, that's his first season. Yeah. They started making some major They're changes. Twist. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What was your casting process getting onto the real world? Um, so it was 150 words on a computer and I sent in like four photos, right? Little inside thing casting director dms me on facebook 
And she's like, hey, I think you're cute. Like, we should go out to eat sometime. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, is this how this goes in the industry? But whatever. I don't know. I'm so, I like to say, like, I was, I was a green light. Anything that she could have told me, I was just like, is this how it works? So I was like, yeah, sure. As long as you put my paperwork to the side. Long story short, never went on the date with her. But my first interview in person was in Burbank. I walk in. I'm nervous. She's one of like the three people in there interviewing me. Oh no! Like, yeah, tell us about your craziest sex stories. Tell us about all your exes. And I'm like, you know what? I just got to put it all out on the table. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man, did that. And sure enough, like the process was maybe like three months. And then the last step of the process is they say, "Hey, we're having a camera crew come and film you." to see if you can pass the on-camera test, right? Yeah. That is when they filmed me getting the call. Like, they're filming me, and I'm like, you guys are calling me. They're like, pick it up. That's when they tell me, like, hey, you made it on the real world. Pack up your bags. You got 24 hours to go. And I'm like, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) It was so crazy. And like I said, it was so, it opened my world. Not only to, like, TV shows, but just like my perspective on things. So, so grateful for that, you know. Well, it's it's getting a master class of TV production. You're sitting there watching it all the time, you know, what yeah. they're doing, how the PAs are moving, all of that. You're just sitting there just watching it. All of that, and to be the talent is like, I'm here. Like, it was almost surreal because I grew up a big reality TV fan. I watched all the real worlds and all that. And so to actually be doing it is almost like a surreal moment where you're like, okay, this is going to be ridiculous when this comes out. <laughs> like, Oh yeah. I just remember watching it and hating the way I acted. I was so young on there and I was just living my best life, good or bad, whatever you make mistakes, you learn from them. Yeah. But I did not come out of my house for like two or three weeks. I was like, Oh, I don't want people to know that. <laughs> <laughs> so nervous about it. And yeah, it was crazy experience. I think that's kind of like a running theme. We even talked to CT and he's like, I want to buy the rights to all of my real world pictures so they can never see the light of day again. And he's like, you know, almost like, cause you, you look back and you're like, what in your 22, 23, early twenties. Yeah. I was 22. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, dude, if I had to look back and have my t- early twenties filmed, I'd be, I'd be so embarrassed. I wouldn't want yeah, none yeah, of that yeah. out there. It is rough. CT's <laughs> <laughs> real world was cool because he would tell me stories about where like he would leave production for like a weekend. Yeah. And I'd be like, wait, it's Monday. We have to film. Where's CT? And CT's at like his girlfriend's house in Paris. Like, that's <laughs> like we never really got to escape the cameras like that. So definitely two different experiences for sure. Oh yeah. Well, I think, I think, you know, by that point they were making the changes definitely compared to the older seasons. Oh yeah. Even though this was almost a, a calling back to the older seasons by going back to San Francisco. Yeah, I think that's what they were trying. I hated the twist. The twist was, I mean, it made the season good, but I just, like I said, I, I didn't know how the business works. So when they were asking yeah. me questions about my ex, I dated her for eight years. I just thought like, that's a big part of who I am, right? Yeah. No, I never yeah. thought she would come and be part of the show and then show up pregnant by somebody else dirty. I was going to say. <laughs> I was gonna say because that was that was absolutely wild and I was actually gonna ask you because we so we have we run a bunch of like Facebook group fan groups for the challenge and stuff yeah and we have other people on our team that uh you know help run those groups and then we do the podcast um 
And one of them actually wanted me to ask you about this because she was curious kind of what the differences was in that scenario with your ex on real world, finding out she was pregnant, but just getting that kind of an announcement at such a young age versus like now. I think a lot of it was uh, when I was 22 on the real world. And for me, this was my first introduction to the world. Mm. Yeah. So I was, I was pretty selfish, right? I didn't want her to be a part of it because my whole life I was already attached to her, right? It was always like Corey and Lauren in high school. What are they yeah. doing? This and this. This was, I went out, I applied, I got it for myself. This is like a new chapter for me. I just moved out to California. I was so excited. And then to have like my past come back into the house. Yeah. I was like, God, yeah. this is going to drag let alone I'm sleeping with Jenny every night. So I'm like, this is great. Right? For me. Like, oh, this is great. Sleeping with Jenny. Now my ex is here. And it was just, so when I heard she was pregnant, it took me about a day or two to really process it. But then I was like, I mean, I just think you got to go home and take care of your baby. Like, and that was my escape to be like, obviously I'm not that important to her. If she shows up pregnant by yeah. somebody else. So it's like, you lost your opportunity. You got to go. And then when she left, I was like, all right, I can still do me. I'm 22. I'm single. And let's make some good TV and have some fun. Right. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. what I was curious about was how long was it between going from real world into the challenge for you? Oh, man, it was probably about a year, year and a half. And I've never been so poor in my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was so broke. They asked me to do Rivals 3. Mm-hmm. But my partner said, no, it was going to be me and Jenny. Oh, OK. See, I was going to ask what you because I it's, there's the fans are blowing up all over Twitter right now of like, yeah, who from the real world that never got brought onto the challenge should have. And she is brought up so many times. And so I was going to ask your opinion on whether challenge or not gold. She yeah, would have been great on the show. Oh, yeah. She Damn. Great. Like younger Jenny and where she was in life and everything. She would have been perfect for the show but um yeah so she said no to rivals three and so then i couldn't do it and i was real disappointed because everyone knows when you do the real world you might get to do the challenge and i was yeah. like athletics and all that so um yeah man didn't do it for about a year until bloodlines came along and and I, then i got my cousin who i was living with at the time to get on the show with me and that was another surreal moment because <laughs> it was just so different walking into the challenge house and it was cool though because there were so many rookies that season everyone's family member was a rookie yeah so i got to kind of play it kind of cool because there were so many new people in the house i wasn't like the standout rookie that we have to get out right 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 um, but yeah man it, yeah so quick question wow. um did you watch this current season uh, i like to call it bloodlines too because <laughs> that's what it really yeah. seemed like you know what i right. mean right mm-hmm. yeah i didn't I watch the stuff they post on Instagram, but for me, when I'm not on the show, man, I try to disconnect a little bit because the challenge is it can consume your life, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, look at us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It takes over and eventually you just want to separate yourself. Yeah. So then like when I do decide to come back, it's like I'm refreshed, like fresh new start. I actually want to be there. Like when I did... What was the season before last season? Spies, Lies, and Allies? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I be there, man. That was a 12-week show. That was three months. We did one week of quarantine in a hotel before. After being in the house for two to three days, we did another week of quarantine. It was <sighs> Big T called COVID. 
Yeah. So by the time we all got in the house and started a film, I'm already kind of over it. And mentally with that show, you really can't check out because the minute you check out mentally, that's when other people are making deals and like, you know, so yeah, I'm excited for when I do decide to come back and I'm ready to play. Hell yeah. Well, and and I I really do like that. And one thing I did want to kind of go back on and since, you know, I just was curious because I figured if, there were going to be a season that, you know, they were going to really pursue Corey for. It was going to be Bloodlines 2. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> so that's why I was, you know, just kind of made sense to me. But um, on yeah. Bloodlines, what made you uh, decide to bring your cousin Mitch on? I lived with him and he's smart as hell. He's so smart. Like, yeah. he was a big partner. And I'm trying to get us on the Amazing Race now because we're Ooh, so different. That'd be awesome. We make such a great team. Like, yeah, we understand each other. He's calm. I try to stay calm under pressure. And for him, it was really cool because I think he could say that it was um, it was an experience he'll never forget. And I get to share that with him. Yeah, and he's not the type to want to be on reality TV. And I'm so proud of him for putting himself out there and um, and doing that because it was really my dream to do. Right. And he was just like, yeah, I'll do it for you. And uh, it turned out great. You know, we got to live in Turkey and then we got to live in Germany for two weeks. and. That's one of my favorite things about the show, international travel, yes. living somewhere outside the U.S. and experiencing the country you're in. So, Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, get that different taste of culture. What, dude? Oh, man, I love it. It, yeah. it just changes your perspective on what you have here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's just a total culture shock, but I love it. Yeah, um, absolutely. With that, I mean, you know, that's a hell of a rookie season. Come in, you dude, get second. You guys killed it, too. You know, yeah. killed it. I was sure you guys were going to win. I, I was yeah. so sure you guys were going to win the whole time. And then you guys are all standing there with TJ. I'm like, now nah, they're going to win. And then it, I was like, are you kidding me right now? Oh yeah, that God. first leg, we, we didn't do so great where you had to carry the backpacks and do different yeah. checkpoints. Right. right. I was just, I don't think I ever watched a challenge final or I was just so, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I didn't know that you stay up overnight. I didn't know you have to eat all this nasty shit. Like <laughs> I was so in shock that it set up my other finals to hopefully do okay. And each final I learned something new and I get closer and closer, like total madness. I was literally like 20 yards away from Johnny. Yeah. Like, I watched TJ hand Johnny the check. And then I, I stopped walking. Cause I was like, second place doesn't get anything. I walks up to me and goes, uh, I guess Johnny won. And I was like, yeah, he does. He goes, well, I'm getting second. And he takes it. <laughs> <laughs> and now Kyle does not live that down. And I wish I didn't do that because everyone thinks I got third, whatever. But then even <laughs> on the, the double agents final. Oh, man. It was hard to catch CT. Yeah. He's tough, though. Like, that's. He, he's the he's the goat of the challenge to me. Yeah. Um, me so my Mount Rushmore, right? I don't Ooh, know. Question. Let's do it. I'm giving it to you. Let's you go. CT first. You got Johnny second. I think those two are the most recognizable faces. Oh, I hear Elvin in the chip mode. Oh, <laughs> it's good. That's, that's no why Karina had to get up real quick. What you doing, Mama? Oh. You coming down? Can you turn it down a little bit? <laughs> you you want to come say hi? Say hi. 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 Uh, I'm doing an interview. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what Mount Rushmore, CT, Johnny. Yeah. I think you have to throw in Jordan now. Mm. Yeah. And I would say that fourth is Darrell for what he did back in the day. 
four nice. times in a row will never be done again. Never. So I think those are the four that I would put up there. Who'd you put for your women's? Women's? Yeah. Um, I would go... Oh, man. I need to know more women's stats, but I'll go Cara, Laurel. Um, who else have I done a challenge with that I think is legit? Um, man, who else? I see a lot of people put Evelyn. Is that her name? from Yeah. Evelyn. Yeah. I know she used to be dominant back in the day. She's and got then, the most uh, wins, yeah. Yeah, so you got to probably throw her in there. And then... Um, I know Rachel's a beast now. I don't know what she did back in the day, but maybe Rachel in there or yeah, I'll probably put Rachel up there. Yeah. Th- with the women's, I think like it's that so last two after Kara and Laurel, you it's really just whatever you're feeling. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I mean, um, what was I going to say? Uh, I it's yeah. Like it's hard not to say Emily, Emily Schramm. I think mm. you guys did. Champs. Yeah. We yeah. Stars together. Yeah, I'd probably put Emily in there. Like, I would not to see Emily and Laurel doing a challenge together. <gasps> That's pay per view. Side note: I heard Kara came back to All Stars Four. Yeah. yeah, that's what I've heard too. Going around, and there's some heavy hitters on the girls' side on All Stars Four. So I'm excited to watch that. Yeah, they've got a. They, yeah, they had like Kara, Laurel, Nicole Z. Like, there's yeah. just the whole. It's gonna be crazy. It's like Cam, invasions. Leroy, like it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, I was gonna do the season, but obviously my daughter was still in the hospital. So three days before, I had to just tell them that like it's not gonna work out. Um, Don't blame yeah, you. Man, I'm excited to watch it for sure. It yeah, looks it'll be really good. good. I mean, really good. So. One thing I wanted to ask about was going from bloodlines into invasions. And this is something that I I've noticed about you is your game does change every season to mm-hmm. a degree. Um, yep. And it seemed like there was a major shift in the way you played on bloodlines to where you were playing on invasions, where you were actively kind of looking at both sides of the house and trying to work the votes as well as like, you know, you had the alliance with some of the, you know, quote unquote rookies, but you know, you were doing your own thing. And then I read that you rewatch seasons before you go do yours, like almost like game tape. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, I definitely do my homework to some degree. Um, I think Bloodlines built my confidence up. Then I went into Rivals 3, I think it was. Yeah, with Ashley, yeah Rivals 3. Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, actually. Earlier, I guess it was X's or something that I was supposed to do first that I didn't do. But I did do Rivals 3. I lost to uh, Kristen and Nate. I think Christina and Nate, worst <laughs> loss of my life. Besides Nelson and soccer, that was the worst loss. <laughs> um, that one was real bad. I think it was just me building confidence and saying, hey, I, I got to own my game now. Like, yeah. I'm not just a rookie. It's like, if I want to stay doing this show that I love so much, like, we got we to gotta make some waves. And I think by finding Hunter and Nelson and kind of forming, like, TYB, I think it kind of pushed us into that category. And I mean, I I knew that a lot of the older cats were coming for me anyways. So when it came dirty time, it was like, I'm not going to try to be fake and be like, you guys aren't coming for me. I know you guys are. Like it was written on the wall that they were coming for me, Hunter and Nelson. So I was like, let's just, let's do it. it." (laughs) Um, I put all my cards out there a little too early, but you live and you learn, man. You live and you learn. I think switching your game up every time can be great. Or sometimes going back to the old game plan. Yeah. You never know with the challenge, man. You can 
there's a lot of like people trying to do pre-gaming or whatever hey i make a deal with this person that person mm-hmm. but it can burn you because you don't know how the game's gonna exactly be laid out you promise yeah. so many people deals you're gonna break somebody and then that person's now coming for you so i try to just stay true to the people that i feel like i can trust if you can trust anybody and then i just try to make the best game plan for myself my my alliance and um let's win this thing you know so yeah yeah and and that actually leads me into the question which was i mean obviously you know that bananas you know the guys in dirty 30 they're going to come after you Mm -hmm. you've seen the writing on the wall from the season before an invasion right if you don't vocalize that as early as you do how do you think it changes your next two seasons do you think you have a a better chance of not going in against hunter right away not going in against nelson the following season yeah i mean i definitely think that i mean they you got to have a villain. you got to have a good side and a bad side, you know? Absolutely, yeah. And like I said, laying all my cards out there. First of all, let me say this, because I read this the other day. I think that's the problem with the challenge right now, is everyone's doing too much planning. Like, just, yeah. they're worried about next seasons to come, but it's yes. making seasons now so dull that it's like no one wants to make a big move. Everyone is scared, because if you piss this person off, they're coming for me next season. Stop worrying about that. Just stop worrying about that, man. You're going to have ups and downs. You just got to go in and be true to yourself and play the game, man. Just everyone's scared now. Yes. Yeah. And I never had a problem doing that. So. Perfectly said. Like we talk about this all the time about how like everybody's playing for like two or three seasons down the road instead of. Just, and that was what was so refreshing about, you know, you and, now, and TYB as a whole coming in and saying, you know what, we're not going to play by your guys's rules. We're coming for the big guys and there isn't anything yeah. that you can do. You're not going to scare us out of it. This is yeah. what we're doing. And if you don't like it, then beat us, you know, and yeah. I, I just I love that. And it, it is it's 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 a refreshing thing. And, and um, I wish more people would play that way, honestly. Yeah, I think that's something that we're missing right now is that. I think there's some rookies that come in and they want to make a big splash, but a lot Jay, of them are just yeah. like, hey, I want to go as far as I can. I don't know. Just different times. Well, you and Johnny Middlebrooks are, are friends. Is that correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he sure. came in making he, a splash. Yeah, he yeah. came in first first time. I was like, okay, Jay okay. came in making a splash. Like, yeah, I mean, so there's some, Don, but. Johnny's a threat. The dude is yeah. physical. He's going to hook up with somebody. Like, I'm sure he'll get come back on the challenge. And like I said, he's not scared to make a big move. And you see, sometimes it pays off and sometimes it doesn't. But you can't be scared of when it doesn't, right? Yeah. At least, well, you, at least you made a wave, right? Well, and that's the thing. At the end of the day, you're there to win the money, mm-hmm. right? But you also yeah. know that you're, like you said earlier, your talent on the other side of a camera. You're there to mm-hmm. make good TV. And mm-hmm. making a yeah. big move makes great TV for us as the viewer. And it makes us want to see you come back. because. Yeah. Watching yeah. you do that through invasions, through vendettas, through final reckoning, and then you know, of course, your path later in these later seasons, and we'll get into that. It's I think what made you one of the new faces of the show. Yeah, bar none. I agree. I, yeah. agree. I mean, there's thirty something people a season. Like, what are you going to do? Blend in with thirty something people, or are you going to try to make your own legacy? Right. And so, yeah. Like I said, it's not always going to play out the way you want with Dirty 30 and then going home first on Vendettas. It was, it was a crappy time. I didn't feel good about myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, like, I did um, make my legacy what it, for what it was. And and here I am 
nine seasons later and hopefully get a chance to do another one. So, yeah. Right. Oh, that's I, the thing too, right? Like you get to make a big move and worst case scenario, the big move puts you in elimination and then you fight for your chance to get back in the house. Yeah. So people are scared of eliminations and that's yeah. what I'm scared of. Right. Obviously you want to stay out of it, but I'm kind of messed up in the head a little bit. And I'm like, if I'm here, like <laughs> I'm going to test myself. Yes. Like, it's, it's just scary because you never know what it's going to be. And so it's like, damn, I just hope they give me something I'm good at. You know, like, <laughs> I hope it's yeah. not a puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> not a puzzle, yeah. It's not soccer, like, you know. You can't be scared to go. That's why I like the red skull twist so much, because I was like, fuck, yeah. I get thrown into eliminations anyways. This yeah, is right let's go. Me and Nelson were like, this season was made for us, because we're not scared to go in there and get dirty and just test ourselves to see what we're about. Yeah, it's exactly. Like yeah. Life, man, all the lights are on, all the cameras are on. It's just you against one other person. Let's go, man. Let's battle it out. You know? Hell so, yeah. I forget who it was. Was it Tatcha on Spies Lies where she sent in someone? She's like, it's a gift. You know what I mean? Or someone said <laughs> that. No, no, was, that but... was Ayana in All Stars 2. She sent in um, Ronnie and she's like, it's a gift. That's and if right. you really think about it, like it is a gift. It's your moment to shine, yeah. right? Like, yeah. like you said, you're the only one down there with one other person, mm -hmm. one of you is going to get a lot of spotlight. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, exactly. episode, you know, you're going to be featured that whole episode. It's all going to be about you basically and how you're voting and how other people are voting for you, you know, but then the downside is it sucks to be on that airplane going home. Like yeah. you go from doing the show to on an airplane within 24 hours. And you're just sitting there like, these people don't know half of what I just <laughs> 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 They're on a business trip. You're sitting there thinking, fuck, man, I just jumped out of a helicopter. I still taste cow balls in the back of my car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there beside you watching Moana. <laughs> yeah. All right, I, I've got to give you some, I got to bring this up as far as Final Reckoning because yeah. she is a fucking writer for you and I think it's part of her Italian yes. heritage because as yeah. soon as that shit happened with Tony, she's like, I would have fought someone over pasta. I would I would have I I thrown <laughs> yeah. hands over some pasta, man. Don't, I'm what is you. that? Bruh. So the reason all that happened, one, lots of liquor, right? Yeah. <laughs> we weren't sober. Um, <laughs> Second of all, that was a hard season for me because I, I came in halfway through and I felt it. It was yeah. very, very, very strange to walk into a season halfway through, not knowing any of the dynamic. It was a very weird feeling for me. And he threw my food out the window and I don't play about my food. <laughs> oh, bro, fuck that. That's possible. If we go to a restaurant, everyone's ordering food because besides that, all we do is get catering. And the catering decent sometimes that season it was terrible. So we go out to eat, everyone orders food to bring home. And Tony throws my food out the window and starts making jokes about it. So yeah, you know, maybe a little bit of overreaction. But for me, it's like in the challenge, a lot of all that you have is respect. I felt very disrespected. I don't know if it was me being drunk, him being drunk. And then I just I didn't think the cameras caught it. It was, it was <laughs> if I could go back, I wish I never slammed them to the ground. Like that wasn't the way to handle it. Um, I wish I just would have, uh, you know, confronted him and we had a nice little screaming match all of the day. But um, 
you know, living you learn. Yeah. Living you learn, buddy. Yeah. What, hey, what, you and Tony are cool now, right? Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I mean, we're not like cool, but I don't have a problem with him, man. He's a he's a girl dad himself. Yeah. And so I have nothing but respect for him. And I saw he got to do All Stars four too. So I wish him the best on that. Yeah. And so um yeah. No, I like no, that. I like yeah. it. And so on top of that, you also come in on the show, like right when the biggest moment in the show happens between Amanda and Zach. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Me and Devin are <laughs> listening to it, like hiding behind a bush, like on age, we going against them. Yeah, like, like we're listening to all this live and Zach just won it back down. I think that's how it went. And so uh, we had to beat two teams to get in the house. We did that. And yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was a it was it a was weird nuts. elimination, it but it was so a weird. wild moment. It's like a top ten challenge moment. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Everyone, it was definitely a weird elimination because it's two guys going against like guy girl teams, which yeah. you would yeah. think is pretty unfair. So the challenge they try to do equalizers is what they call it. Like the guys had two loops, the girls only had one loop. So the girls mm. fall off easier. There's a lot of room for a human mistake. Yeah. Right? yeah. So what you do is you go out there and you try to perform and everyone thinks that production pulled it for us. And maybe they did. I don't know. I don't control those things, but yeah. I'm glad they're on my side. When it comes to <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go out there and do the best that I can do. And if they want me to win, they want me to win. And I can't control that. But, yeah. um, you know, so I was happy to get into the house, but definitely a very, very weird experience coming in halfway through yeah yes. i bet yeah yeah dude like how do you even adapt to that situation you know what i well, mean and everybody feels some type of way about it you know now you're yeah. in the game yeah automatically targets on us but honestly me and devin probably would have won that season yeah um, you would have guy got a team we i had my boys nelson there hunter was still in the house um so we were good but um yeah I just didn't god didn't want that to happen for us so I felt bad because I think that was the year that Devin's dad passed away. So yeah. I felt really bad for Devin. I think that's where most of my guilt went was like, bro, I just, I feel so bad for you because I just know how much the season meant to him. Um, yeah. But yeah. I was a dick for that. But like I said, living, you learn, man. And we keep on moving and Devin just won. So it all yeah. comes full circle and now Devin's a champ. So I'm happy for him. Speaking of, I just heard him on an interview. He says he owes you like two G's still. So yeah. you, you, you need yeah. to hit him up on that one. <laughs> I do. And they're supposed to be all in ones and we have to go to the strip club and spend it. We may even be <laughs> one thing about Devin though, is that I feel like he's going to honor that. Like, I feel like at some point he might throw me the two G's or put it he, on a bet on him. Now he's like a gambler. He's like a betting man. So yeah, he just talked about it on a, on an interview, like with another fan uh, who does interviews on IG live or whatever. And he was like, and he specifically said, he was like, I haven't done it yet, but I am going to hold to this. I am going to get Corey his money. Like I don't back out on my bet. So I would expect it for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to shoot him a text to this and be like, yeah, but here's my Zell. <laughs> so I, it is on you my friend right i heard rumor that you were actually supposed to be on that season with Darrell on um, final reckoning yeah i mean i would have loved that too um maybe they that would have really been tell things like that mm, i don't okay. know if i talked to Darrell about that but um that would have been great too like i yeah. said he's on that mount rushmore man for him to win four times in a row back in the day um i give him a lot of credit so, oh yeah that would have been awesome. We would have been a strong team. 
So obviously we know, you know, you got your kids there. We, we don't want to keep you too long, mm-hmm. but I want to run through these. He went upstairs. So we got a couple minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm still yeah. waiting for the door in the back to open and he's, our kid to run he's out. He's stuck on brain yeah. candy TV right now. He's oh loving it, yeah. So he's good. It is. I can't believe it's not doggy land right now. No, not doggy land. Blippi is a wonderful drug. Rachel, you guys watch Miss Rachel. We yep. sure do. Yep. Yeah, buddy. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> I just like to be a goldfish sign in the background on a uh, Tony. Oh yeah, my Ted Lasso one. There you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, Tony definitely does bring the style. We we kept it kind of simple with the fandom yeah. logo. We're like, let's just put up a banner and call it good. <laughs> there you go. That's all you need, daughters. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, um, after Final Reckoning, yep. take um, you come right back for Total Madness, right? Oh, no, no. It was no, War of the Worlds 2. War of the Worlds 1 and 2. And, and then, then Total Madness comes. Mm-hmm. I was told I couldn't do 1 because I got into a physical altercation. Yeah. And 2, I said no because I think that was when we first started Teen Mom or something. One of the babies popped out by World War II, World of Worlds 2. And so I said no to that. And then yeah. uh, Total Madness came around and we were all just started COVID. And I was like, let's do it. Yeah, I think, yeah. I was going to say, that's how does that season rate for you? Because I've heard horror stories about living in that bunker. Oh, man, it was it was rough. Uh, it was a bunker underground. So something that I didn't realize is that there was a ton of distilled air, which means there's no air circulation. So you're breathing in basically the same air over and over again. Oh. I would Ugh. get really like claustrophobic and like it would be hard for me to sleep at night. But I mean, I went to the finals. So, man, when Nelson threw himself in for me, yeah, tears coming down my like that moment right there is. I mean, it's my favorite challenge moment, but it's got to be maybe top ten, maybe top fifteen moments in the show. I don't know if we've seen our friend do that for somebody else, and then for it to be like such a physical badass elimination. Like this dude went to war for me, so. I was just so pissed that I couldn't pull it off on that final. Like to watch Johnny receive that check like 20 yards ahead of me. I was like, oh my God, I'm right there. Uh, but yeah, love that season. It was a good season. I think that was like the introduction of like showing how strategically good and social you were in the game to mm-hmm. manipulate around that game and everything that was going on in there. And yeah, and yeah look, Nelson volunteering to go for you is it's it's a moment that's bigger than the challenge yeah you know what i mean yeah no clue either i mean literally we're going to the bathroom before the elimination i'm stretching he's like bro you don't have to stretch and i'm like what do you mean i always stretch i'm getting old (laughs) he's like go in the bathroom and read this note i go in the bathroom and i'm reading it and he's like you know i just want to let you know i talked to johnny kyle i'm putting myself in for you blah 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 and i'm like damn like this is crazy i didn't fully believe it just because at that stage you just don't know you're so close to the final but then when johnny started to talk i was like okay this is real and then to see him go down there and battle with rogan and rogan is like a big dude he's not flout right he's an athletic dude he played rugby his whole life you know, it was, oof, that was a touching moment for sure. So forever grateful. I was going to ask, because in my personal opinion, if you go down there, you beat Rogan. That would have been a battle. I mean, yeah. I've always, that's more, I have a football background, right? Exactly. So I think that that elimination, I would have performed a little bit better, but you just never know. I'm not going to sit here and be like, I would have won. You just yeah. Never, oh, man, you never know with eliminations. So. 
Um, yeah, I would love to go into a hall brawl with Fessy because I feel like Fessy's the top dude in hall brawl right now. Like he's always talking about it. And I would just I would just love to go in there with him and battle it out, man. I, that actually kind of makes me I want to ask you about this really quick. What were your thoughts on the hall brawl with Fessy and Nelson? Because there's a lot of controversy <clears throat> about how people feel about that one. I mean, I think uh, I think Fessy saw the hall brawl and he literally just thought I can beat anybody in it. And but for him to do it against Nelson, I mean, I think even he said, like, he wishes he didn't go down there against Nelson. Yeah, yeah. I don't you know, I want to believe that. But yeah, you know, he did what he did. He made it to the final. I think that season. What was that? Double agents. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah double no. agents. Yeah, that was. Yeah. yeah, it was double agents. He made it to the final. He but... made it to the final and went out with Casey. Yeah. And he wouldn't eat. I don't ever let him live that down. I'm like, you didn't eat. <laughs> we don't either. <laughs> first time I got into like the challenge groups, I made a meme. And the first meme I made was Leroy Young pussy to, to Fessy because he wouldn't eat. I was like, <laughs> we were all going in on Fessy because I mean, it was. Me, Leroy, CT, and Fessy. Those are some yeah. heavy hits. Yeah. And so yeah. that final was uh, pretty intense. I'll say that. Well, yeah. I, think, I think one of my favorite parts about that final was um, when you, you and, uh, it was you and Cam, I believe, you guys were at the eating station, and she was, like, yelling at you. She's like, eat, eat. And you're like, I am eating. And she's like, <laughs> oh, okay. Mouthful <laughs> of brains in my head. She's like, eat, eat. I'm like, I am eating. What do you mean? She's like, okay, I'm sorry. You know. So I, I've got a feeling that, like, we all try to rate, like, the food competitions oh on, like, God. which one's the worst. To me, that is got to be one of the worst. Like oh, yeah. some of the shit they made you guys eat in that final on the double blood, agents and all that. Oh yeah, I was. I think that was part. We ate like a whole lamb, like a yeah. whole. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the side of the face. We ate like two um, kidneys. I think we had a brain on there. Drink like a gallon. Yeah, it was. That was oh. pretty rough. I think bloodlines. That final was the roughest for me, just because I did not know what to expect. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. so I think yeah. now knowing, like, gear up, buddy. You know what's coming your way. It's right. a lot easier for me to do finals. But yeah, that was tough. And then that season, we also had to eat like uh, fermented stingray or something like that. Yeah. yeah, that was rough too. I was like, oh my god. But um. Ew. Yeah, I would Gross. say double agents is the worst eating that I've had to do. Oh, no. Also, when me and Hunter had that elimination in Columbia. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Oh, my God. That was that was visually the worst one. Seeing oh, yeah. rat up there with its arms crossed. I still have nightmares about it. But um, <laughs> and the nose yeah. with the that stuff coming that. out of it. Oh, yeah, the pig nose. Mm -mm. Oh, man. That was when Marie quit, right? Yeah. She was like, yeah. I ain't doing this. Yeah. I don't yeah. blame her. <laughs> she was over it. She yeah. was like, <laughs> I, would, I don't know that I would have done I it either. I don't really know how to get that much better at eating. So I just like man up. And one thing that goes for me is that I don't have a problem throwing up. I'm yeah. sure you guys oh, we know. Throw up anytime. <laughs> I prefer to throw up. So like <laughs> I don't care. Like I'm just gonna let it all out because then it's not sitting in my stomach. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a I'm a person that throws up. You get the best throw up montages. Yeah, I was so. gonna yeah. I give it to him. I even tell him like it's come on, bring the cameras, give me the cameras. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I don't care, man. I mean, 
I love it. Oh man, yeah. that the shots they had on Double Agent, so because that blood, it was just like oh the one oh, with my. Amber. It just, oh, that was nasty. Yeah. Oh god. I, uh, I really quick though before we oh yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying. I think that was Amber's rookie season, and she mm-hmm. showed a lot in that final. You know, I think she showed a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah I mean, absolutely. Um, I did have one more question about double agents before before you yeah, move yeah. on. And I know that you have uh, Doral on your Mount Rushmore. So I'm curious, yeah. what was it like to go down and beat him in an elimination? I needed that. Yeah. I needed that for my confidence that season. My girl partner went home like every week. Like, six different like partners. That. Yeah, that's what I, I think it was a record. I think it, it was, was six. Yeah. The yeah. most part ever. And so like none of the girls wanted to be partners with me. You know how that is? <laughs> <laughs> like, your next partner is so-and-so, and they just, like, look down and they shake their heads. I'm like, damn, like, I'm not that bad. <laughs> I remember saying to her, I remember saying to Karina, I was like, this is such a change for Corey because he was kind of like the ladies' man in the yeah. beginning of his challenge career. <laughs> me with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> <laughs> Like, my girlfriend loved this, but dear Lord, right. like, I'm just, I mean, that's the thing. Like when I went against Darrell, I was like, okay, put up or shut up. This should be something you're decent at. You just have to run around these poles and get there as fast as you can. And production even told me they were like, we thought it was going to become tug of war. Like that, that elimination was meant to be like tug of tug war. Of war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I didn't want to get there with him. I didn't want to get there with a boxer, you know, with Darrell. His endurance is crazy, so let's just make this short. And luckily, I got the better of him that day. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I've argued with people that you are probably the fastest male competitor on the challenge. Yeah, or I mean, one of, yeah, or you know, top Nelson's up. super fat. There's a couple no, really fast, fast but, but me and Fessy are close, but I think I can beat him. Theo, Theo, Theo. Was two in long strides. So I don't know if I'm faster than Theo. But other than that, I think I, I think I got everybody from yeah. I, I, days, yeah, I did beat Lolo Jones in a race. Also, oh, agents. I was like Lolo. It's been like a dream of mine to like race against an Olympian, you know. And so mm-hmm. that was fun. Me and her went out and did a little race and stuff. That's so that cool. Was cool. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. It's either you, Theo, or maybe Danny now. But it's, he's ex NFL yeah, played a safety, fair. so it's a it's a. You guys are all in that four or five range, I'm guessing. Yeah, yep. I think that's about right. Yeah. But I'm telling you guys, I don't want to pump his head up, but Fessy's uh, fast. Oh, yeah. He's fast. He's all around. He's, He's very good at the challenge. Except for eating, he sucks. Yeah, (laughs) well, they finally made him eat this last season. It was glorious to watch. It was great. Yeah, good. Good, Yeah. (laughs) But no, I mean, here's my thing: is like I might not. And we have a very different perspective or we try to, which is we realize that you guys are there for two months and we get maybe an hour and a half, two hours of total camera time. So we don't know who you guys are. We don't know anything about Fessy. We only get shown what they show us, the edit and the edit of Fessy. I'm not a fan of, but I also know that the challenge needs a villain and he plays a hell of a villain. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, and I think you do get to know us. Like, they do show the real you. It's just certain points are edited a little bit more harsh than they actually happen, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, I think, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I just, yeah, I think yeah. he's a good competitor. Yeah. Given time, he's, he's, you know, as long as he doesn't have to run up against you or, like, CT again, he should be fine. Yeah. 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 I think he'll be a champ eventually. 
But um, that's a whole nother. We gotta get him and CT into an elimination here soon. We do, uh, yeah. Man. We gotta get the big boys together. We got to. So I agree. Watch. Fingers crossed for season forty, man. Right. That's what I'm hoping for. You know what <laughs> yep, I mean? Yep, yep. Um. So going into Spies Lies, it mm-hmm. seemed like like you were saying, like almost doing that many seasons in a row, doing Total Madness, doing Double Agents. You know, and how taxing those were mentally. Like you kind of came into the game a little bit differently on Spies Lies. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seemed like, you know, you had the veteran alliance, but you were also branching out because you know Jeremiah as well, don't you? Yeah, I'm real. Like me and Jeremiah are good friends. He's roommates with Johnny. Um, they both live in LA. So I kick it with them all the time, work out with them and stuff. People didn't like that I was becoming close with Jeremiah. I can't help it that me and him vibe. We we had the same bedroom. It was me, Jeremiah, and um Oh my God, I'm so mad I forgot his name. Gabo? What's his name? Gabo. Gabo. Yeah. Gabo. Gabo was hilarious, man. <laughs> That's we would we just sit in our room and have laughs, make jokes and stuff. And the vacation alliance, you know, for me personally, I've never really been that close with some of them. Like I've done seasons with them, but like I've never once worked with Tori. I don't know. I've worked with Casey once or twice, but like yeah. a lot of whole alliance i just i didn't i don't know we just didn't work together yeah like devin's the only one that you've really worked with yeah yeah devin's the only one that i really worked with and that was probably the one person that i trusted out of them i think it was a lot of confidence and it got to my head a little bit i made two finals before yeah i was like this is my third season in a row and also i mean now the main show is 12 weeks long to film yeah Yeah. i was Weeks is a long time to be gone away from your kids. That's three months. Yeah. So do it, bro. It, just, it, it took a toll on me. And that's why after the season, I was like, yep, I need a break. Yeah. You yeah. know, I need a break because when I come on the show, I want to bring that intensity and that like hunger that I want to be there. I didn't want to be there for Spies, Lies, and Allies. I was just there. Um, yeah. So the next season I do, man, I want to be there. I'm going to win and they just Hell yeah. better be ready for it. Like I'm I bringing that fire. Oh I'm my God. Well, I love that. and I think honestly, I wish a lot of, a lot of the cast took what you did, you know, because as fans, we want to see a rotation, right? Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I love it when you're on a season, but I also want to see someone else on the season. I like Tori, but yeah. I don't want to see her every season. I need, yeah. I need a rotation of people to come in and out of the game to keep mm-hmm. it fresh. Yes. Otherwise, yeah. it's the same story. The same, same people pl- winning, yeah. same people. It's same storylines over, over. over and over again. Yeah. We're seeing or, it. In, yeah, we're seeing it in Worlds right now. It's a carryover yep. of Tori and Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, no one wants to see that. I tell all the challengers to take a break. Like. Can I check upstairs one second? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just, no problem. Oh, the chair, though. Yeah. <laughs> I love the chair. I love it the so chair. Much. That's amazing. I need one of those. Oh, that's, that's so, so cool. great. I that love is an it. IKEA chair. That's awesome. Oh, sure. Yeah. Tony's got one. <laughs> got two. Two. Nice. Go. I, I love, love it. One. Yes, my little chair. <laughs> I love it. Bro, I thought you had it like on your coffee table and you were just chilling on your couch and then you got up. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love it. Oh my God, that's amazing. I we sit have, on the most. We have right- two of those chairs. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love it. But yeah, I don't, I think taking a break is good. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, Absolutely. I think. It's needed for the show. It's needed for the contestants. Everyone should maybe do 
I think the max you should do is maybe like three to four. Yeah. After mm-hmm. that fourth one, it's like, bro, we've watched you for what now? Two, two three years. years yeah. Time to take a break. Well, yeah. It, and I think we see it like a great example of that is Kara. She had such a long run. And then at the end, she got a lot of hate. And now that she's taken that time off, people, people are miss her and they want her to back. see her back. Yeah. You know, and it's mm-hmm. going to be the same thing when you decide that, you know, when You're it's beneficial for you and, and you know, Buna Murray that you guys get mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. people are going to be hyped to have you back. You yeah. know what I mean? And man, hundred, I think CT does it great too. Like he, yep. that man disappears like from everything. <laughs> 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 And then when he comes back, it's like everyone loves CT, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I definitely think some contestants could do that. He reminds me of like stories I heard about Tupac where you'd be at a house party in L.A. and you would just look over and Tupac would be there next to you at a grungy ass house party. That's like CT. Yeah. Like <laughs> we just sent an email and he was like, yeah, I'll come on your podcast. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, right. What? Yeah. I'm surprised you guys got him to come on the podcast. And we're still surprised. And then he yeah. just gave us a shout out on another podcast like two weeks ago talking about how much he loved us and his time with us. And we were like, what the hell is going on in the universe? <laughs> Yeah. So, which actually leads me to my next question because they were talking about our logo. Was it the logo that made you want to come on with us? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the logo was a deal breaker for me, and I love it. That's the reason I do this podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All bullshit aside, though, um, I know Tony's had this question he wanted to ask you about now. So, go ahead. Yeah. Basically, like, what has it been like? for you and Nelson to have this evolution from where you guys started to where you are now. And not only mm. that, but to have most of it be on national television. Um, I just think it's, how has it been? I, on, I think it's obviously brought us closer. Yeah. Um, it's something we didn't originally see because let's be real. When I met Nelson, he came onto the challenge and I was like dating Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. And he originally was with Cheyenne on Are You The One? So it was yeah. like, hey, I yeah. just want to let you know that Shy's my girl now. As long as you don't cross the lines, I'm cool with you. He, and he was cool with that. And, mm-hmm. you know, to watch where we started to where we are now, it's, um, I think it's awesome. I yeah. think it's awesome. I think it's cool that we get to display it on TV and, um, and just show people us, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think, I just think it's so cool, like, especially considering, you know, like when you look at the, the like the elimination from invasions, you know, where mm. when it was you, him and Shane in that three way oh, elimination yeah. thing mm. where, you know, he kind of tried to to sabotage the situation to go from something yep. like that to him throwing himself in to save you and give you an opportunity to go to the final. Like just such a big, vast difference from the first mm-hmm. season you guys did to, you know, obviously Total Madness. And like, it's just it's it's cool because fans, you know, we watch you guys on here, but it's like. Is the friendship real? Is it, you know, or is it just for TV? And I feel like you, yours and Nelson's friendship is one that as fans, we can look at. And even though we don't know everything, it's it's genuine and it's real. And we got to watch the evolution of it. I like to tell people like me and Nelson are almost like brothers because we're so close. But at the same time, like there's a lot of things he does that I don't agree with. There's some things I do that he doesn't agree with. Right. Like that brother that. You know, you just want to strangle sometimes. You're like, why did you do that? And, you know, and it's crazy because we honestly, we play two different games on the challenge. Like, yeah. we do. 
But yeah, I like to tell people we're more like brothers. Like he knows I got him. Like when he got in that accident, um, I wanted to fly down the next day, but his mom was coming down. So I wanted to let him spend that time. Yeah. With his family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I picked time where he was finally home and I was like, all right, let me come down. But it's awesome. You know, I think uh, you really develop a close friendship with a lot of these people on the show. But what me and Nelson have is definitely probably as deep, if not deeper than what a lot of the other contestants have. So, right. Yeah. I believe that. I mean, yeah. and yeah. I think that elimination in invasion is the test of that, right? Like mm-hmm. every real friendship has a real bad test that someone oh, has to yeah. go through. Oh, I don't know if it, if this is for you guys, but in my life, it's crazy because all my best friends I've gotten into a fight with. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like at some yep. point, like I, we're button heads and I'm a hot head. Usually my friends are hot heads too. And like, we go at it, but then we're back to being best friends. And I don't know if you need to cross that bridge to exactly become best friends, but in my life, man, that's how it's been. You know, everyone that I'm super close with, we, we don't always get along and that's how I like it. We just real and honest with each other. And it's a litmus test. And that's what it is, is, yeah. is you know that that person is real and genuine because nobody gets along a hundred percent of the time. Like nobody does. You don't want you a know? bunch of yes men around you. That's not exactly helping you out at all. They're just agreeing with you all the time. It's yeah. You no. want some people that help you grow and help you learn and help you see things in a different light. You know, you might not yep. agree today, but you know, they can, they can help. And so I, I love that. I think that's great. I did want to say this speaking on growth is the growth that you've had through your challenge career. Um, I know you catch you. It's become kind of a joke in the challenge community. As far as every time you're on, we know you're doing it for your kids, right? Yeah, you know, and but deep down, I get that, though, because yeah. like I remember what it was yeah, like absolutely. when I had my son, my first son. And the, the perspective change that you have as a father mm-hmm. is vastly different compared to any anything before that. Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone knows, like, if you guys would go on the show, Deuce was going to ask you questions. You're going to be like mm. doing this for my kids. Right. Yeah. Because your, your life changes when you become a dad or you become a mother. You're like, okay, this is bigger than me. And me personally, I'm, such, I'm, I'm very active in my kid's life. It's great because I don't work a nine to five. So I get to yeah. share a lot of these moments and memories with them. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't care if people make fun of me. I love my kid and I'm not scared to say it, right? Like, I love that's it. That's just who I am. It's what I love to do. I love and, it, man. A big reason on why I'm the father I am is because I didn't have a father growing up. So like that gives some people like the understanding of, okay, I understand why Corey treasures being such a great father to his kids is because he maybe didn't have that growing up. So like, I'm trying to break that stereotype, man. I want to be active in their lives and be there for them. And those little kids make me who I am. So like, one thing you always get from me on the show, you guys, I always try to be real with you guys. I always try to be parent i don't really try to put on too much like one thing that's happened to the show is i want to say since big brother has been added but maybe a little bit before that it's like there's a lot of fake scenes right a lot of people are like hey let's go shoot this scene about this and it's just ah, i'm just i don't do too well with that just because i've i've gotten to where i am today by just being myself but other people you know put on for the cameras and like yeah, it's just it's different game, different way of playing it. And so I play to true to myself and that's what I do. And hopefully I can get a championship because of that. You know, it's kind of cool, too. Like as as a parent, like I have a two and a half year old and a seven month old. So it's nice to see somebody 
who is doing it for their kids because you've got a lot of people there who don't have kids. So it's something <laughs> that we can immediately latch onto. And yeah. I know full well I would do absolutely anything for either of them. I'm actually on parental leave right now. So my wife just went back to work and then I'm off until August with my daughter. So just okay. straight time, she and I. And like, that's, Enjoy that's it, man. what, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, you know, if they're the dads and mom watching, they're obviously going to be like, I can relate to that guy. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah, probably going to say the same thing when they ask me. So, Corey, why are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> kids, man, I'm doing it for my kids. If you don't do it, man, we're all going to be so let down. So you know what I mean? You got to now. It's just I part of online like people have drinking games for the show and yes. one of the things yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey mentions his kids i was like you gonna be drunk after <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, i'm always talking about them i'm i'm that crazy dad so yeah honestly okay though it's so good though and, and, and like we we talked to uh you know some of our followers and and some fans of yours and stuff about our interview today got some questions and whatnot from them nice. and the mo the biggest thing said like across every single one of the people that we talked to is you know i love him on the challenge i think he's great he's awesome to watch but i love him and respect him because of how great of a dad he is and because of how great of a co-parent he is with cheyenne and how open he is to a friendship with zach and just like all this stuff and all these measures that you go through to make sure that it's a working unit and it's, it's so cool to watch. And like, that is the, the one thing we were told by all of your fans to make sure that we tell you is that you are an amazing father. And the fact that you are such a great co-parent partner with Cheyenne and Zach is just, it's so beautiful to watch. So major props Thanks, to you. And that means a lot. And I just want to say thank you to all the fans supporting me because let's be real. Do you want to be good at a game or do you want to be good at life? Yes. Right. So yeah. If if the one thing people can say about me is I'm annoying about my kids, I accept <laughs> willing to be annoying about my kids because I love them. And it's also cool for me because I am on Teen Mom also. So I yeah. get to side of me and people get to see that side of me and me at home with my daughters and co-parenting and just that whole relationship. It's awesome. I'm glad that I have that opportunity. And we got another season coming out soon, which Heck yeah. you guys will get to follow Maya's heart condition and kind of the surgery and kind of how all that lots of tears with us. But then we turn it around and we go positive. But it was uh, it's going to be a pretty deep season coming out. And um, yeah, I just want to say thank you to all the fans who uh, said that. Those kind words. <laughs> like, like I almost got a tear from it, bro. I it's just it's it's so great because, you know, especially like today, you don't see you don't see co-parenting relationships the way that like you and Cheyenne and Zach, like all of it. But but especially you and Cheyenne because of the history, yeah. you know, and, and right. you, it's so hard for parents that are split to be able to find that common ground of, hey, look, we might not have worked out, but we need to work something out for the best, you know, interest of our kid. And, and so many people right. struggle to do that. So it's, it's really refreshing to see somebody make those efforts, you know? Yeah. And I tell people all the time, our story is different than everyone else's story. Everyone's Absolutely. Their own story. Me and Cheyenne, we never told each other we love each other. Mm -hmm. You know, I never once looked at her and was like, I love you. It was just like a showman's, Hey, we like each other cool reunion comes around we hook up boom now we have a great daughter you know right and so 
we are like the best of teammates. That's how me and Shy kind of look at it. And we both show each other respect. We ask our partners to show each other respect. But yeah, I just think we make a great team, man. And everyone's story is different. So we just do what works for us, respect each other, respect our partners. Yeah. And, and do what's best for the kid. I love so that. I love, love it. it. We deal with something similar. We're a mixed family. You know what I mean? So we have to co-parent and, and it, yeah. it's swallowing ego for the best. It's doing whatever's best for the kids at the yes. end of the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. what I wanted to ask about, cause she was telling me this was you guys on the teen mom family reunion, you built an obstacle course and yeah. everybody <laughs> said that they, they felt, felt like, like they, they, felt yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they all said they felt like they were on an episode of the challenge. <laughs> These teen moms. <laughs> One had to go to the hospital. I'm like, what is going on here? This is a bounce house that my five-year-old can do. And you're going to the hospital right now? Like, it was a hot mess. Exactly how I thought it would go. And oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was, uh, that was a crazy show. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I up that same day. It was wild. That was a wild time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. All right. So the other question I have is since you've been off the challenge, we've seen you in front of the camera for other things. And one of those scenes, hopefully coming out here pretty soon is black Spartans. Yeah, my yeah. man. I love that you said that, man. Great opportunity. Yes. My first movie, like it's a dream. And then it's a sports movie. Now it is Michigan state and I'm a big Wolverine. But after I got through that, I was like, it's so cool to go to set and just learn everything from these actors and just pick up on the pace of the movie and kind of in the scenes to see how yeah. they capture the camera is like, I love this. I was like, oh, I want to do this more often. Like, I can do this. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm really excited. The movies, they're right now, they're trying to get Sony to pick it up, Hulu to pick it up. They want a bigger distributor to grab onto the movie. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's a football movie. So I'm thinking it's probably going to come out in the fall. Right. Yeah. Why not Love it. Football's on TV. And yeah, it's about Michigan State's football team in 1965. They had a coach that took a chance on a couple black recruits. Mm -hmm. And it was about five of us black Spartans. And I'm one of the five Spartans. And really cool, man. I'm Clinton Jones running back, baby. Yes. Oh. So cool. <laughs> Do my own stunts. They're like, "Hey, we got a stunt double." I'm like, "Man, I don't need no stunt double." Yeah. Like, I got this. Like, I got this. this. Football, like, if yeah. Like naturally good at it. it's probably this, right? So, <laughs> I, it's gonna be really good, really cool. There's some, there's some good actors in there for sure. Well, Great experience. I was going to say, I saw it on your IG stories and it looks good from the yeah. little bit behind the scenes that you gave us. And I know we're all excited to check it out. We were all really surprised to see that you had to shave your beard for it, too. I know. Did that hurt? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got it back crazy. now. I had a boxing match the day before I shot my first scene. I literally flew down the next day after my boxing match to then go and shoot my first scene. I had to shave everything. They had to cut my hair and... It was just a, it was a crazy <laughs> transformation. Um, I saw yeah. you in those like slacks and the orange sweater, bro. Dude, you look straight what? out of 65. Dude, I did not come out of the house. Like, they put me in a, <laughs> leave the house. I felt naked going to like CVS. I was like, oh God, put my hat on. No one's going to know it's me. <laughs> Please like, don't recognize me. <laughs> I, no confidence at all. I said, I'm never shaving my beard again. I lost yeah. all sweat that I had. Uh, <laughs> 
But bro, it was so cool just being around like I think it's uh Neil McDonoghue. I was gonna say the bluest eyes in the business. Yeah, Neil McDonoghue was the head coach. So like just being around him and like seeing how he operated and kind of how he worked things and it was just awesome, man. I, I can't wait to see it on the big screen. I've seen little clips here and there and it looks good, man. It looks really good. It's got oh, it's got sports. It's got uh the racial tension back in the sixties. It's got a couple good actors in there, not including me. I'm just starting. <laughs> but, um, it just made me realize that this is something I do want to pursue more of. And so yeah, definitely doing that this year. I'm gonna I start putting that. myself in auditions and things like that. I'm putting I myself love it, out more to hopefully uh see what we can do. I love that's awesome. It. That's awesome. You just need Thanks. your you just need that opportunity. I feel yeah. like you know you got this opportunity, more gonna start rolling in. Yeah. Oh man, it opened my eyes. And when the camera would be on me, I wouldn't be shot like this is this is home. It felt like I was very much at home. But yeah, man, thank you guys for bringing that up. Definitely got Black Spartans coming out. We got Teen Mom OG. There's going to be a new season of that coming out. Heck yeah. And um, yeah. So, Super excited excited to see yeah. it all. So you're getting ready to go run a final. You have to pick one yeah. other guy to run with you and two girls to run with you to make a team of four. Who's that going to be? DT. Nice. All, all right. right. Two girls. My two girls, uh, Carl and Laurel. Getting <laughs> <laughs> that dub. <laughs> Give me the whole Mount Rushmore. Get them, get them <laughs> I'm getting that dub this season. <laughs> right. Or Cam. I mean, me and Cam made a good Ooh. team. Too. Yeah, you guys um, did. I want anybody that can keep up with me or I can keep up with them endurance wise. Mm-hmm. And then somebody that's great at puzzles. Me and yep. Ashley Mitchell, we were a great team because yeah. she's great at endurance and comes those puzzles. He's quick at it, right? Yes. So anybody that can solve puzzles and run, baby, I'm open. Man, I hope Love we get it. to see you and Ashley back on season 40. That's the That'd goal for so us. Cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I just I just have one last question we like to close out with. And yes. once everything's done, reality TV, you're done with movies and reality TV and all of that. What Ooh. message do you want to leave behind for your fans? What what message do you want to leave behind with people? I think the message I'm leaving behind now, which is Corey loves his kids. He'll do anything for those little girls. And I think I want my kids to just look back and be like, my dad was a rock star, right? Like he was always there. He came to all our events and he was doing his thing. At the end of the day, I want to be known as a strong competitor, a real person and a great father. You know, I'll die in peace. Yeah, I think you've already hit all those. I love it. Yeah, I would say you pretty much hit all of that already, man. And yeah, so I can retire now. I'm good. Right? <laughs> good. You just got to get that dub, and that's it, man. Yeah. That's it, man. I really uh, got to get that. I'm not going to stop until I do. So Yeah. yeah. Get that dub and then retire on top. Mm. That's the mistake that people make is they'll they'll win, and then they keep coming back, and it just – like, I'm like, when's Johnny going to like, bro, you should have stopped at seven and just retired as the most like oh. the minute you get that phone, the minute you take some time it is, off. Yeah. yeah, like I've taken, I think, almost two years off now, maybe a year and a half, two years. I'm ready to go back. I'm ready to go back. Like the competition in me. I'm just like, I'm eager. Yeah. Like, yeah. Com- yeah. And it's you get to travel the world. And that's true. Really cool stuff. You're jumping off buildings, doing stuff that you normally would never get to do. Yeah. So I tell people keep doing it until you can't anymore, because there will be a day where that phone stops ringing. Right. That's Um, a good point. 
But yeah, now that you got all stars, you can do this thing until you're 50. <laughs> Bro. So true. Until you're doing it for your grandchildren. Yeah. Exactly. I want to be on there watching Ryder do something crazy, right? And I'm like, right? Or like, who knows? As long as the show keeps going on and the challenge seems like it's in a crazy place with CBS coming out with oh, the challenge. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it's going crazy. And I'm just happy that CBS is finally using some MTV people to cross over. So yes. yeah, low key for them. Happy for them. Low key, I think they're afraid to bring challengers over to like Amazing Race because y- y'all Survivor. would fucking kill it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, That's my man. personal opinion. I want to do the Amazing Race so bad with my cousin Mitch. I just think the dynamic would be awesome for the show. But be my so number good. one show right now that I watch, Survivor. I've Same. watched all the seasons of Survivor and their gameplay is so elite. The way they just lie to each other. It's so crazy to me. Oh, it's um, rough, man. And I'm, I'm right now I'm watching uh, Australian Survivor, I want to say, is on. And I've been watching that. But I've yeah, heard man, that one's really good. The Australian really Survivor. Good. Oh, yeah. Dude. I heard it's they even better than the U.S. one. Like, it's oh, just yeah. way better. Way better. Top five favorite seasons of Survivor ever. Oh, Oh no! Oh, he got too excited about Australian Survivor. He did. Yeah, he got he way excited about Australia. <laughs> man. Oh man! Damn. Yeah, it sucks that we lost him, but like <laughs> Sorry, I said, sorry guys. Yeah, yeah, it looks like his phone may have died or something. We also know he had to run and uh, you know take care of some kids stuff, but but still, um, an hour and a half almost. Dude, with him. I'm loving it, yeah. dude, and I love that. Like his oh, answers, man. especially about being the dad. Like, yeah. I love that so totally. fucking much. And you know what? I just want to say all the people who like tease Corey because of his I'm doing it for his kids. Fuck y'all, including us. Fuck us, too. OK, because we've <laughs> made the joke too. fuck all y'all because hell, yes, he is right. You don't see that kind of stuff on TV. And it is it's something for, you know, people to relate to. And I do like I can't if I was in that situation, I'm trying to think of what I would say other than. Yeah, I'm doing it for my kid. Yeah. Like, what else would what else is, is somebody I, like that supposed to say? I reserve the right to still joke about that because I oh, have you can, kids. But because fuck you. yeah, because <laughs> it's the same as saying like fuck them kids. Oh, I you love can my do kids. it, but still fuck you. Like. Yeah, <laughs> it was really good. I enjoyed that. You know, Corey's fucking funny as shit, man. I was laughing oh, yeah. my ass off during that one. And the fact that, you know, him being so open with us about everything from, you know, growing yeah. up in Michigan and, you know, the reason. I think the most compelling thing he said was, you know, as far as growing up without a father and, you know, trying to break the stereotype and, and being that great dad. And I know from my experience, you know, my dad wasn't very present. That's one of the big driving things for me is to be a good dad because I know what it means to somebody. Yeah. I know the relationship I had with my dad is like, or still have with my dad is like a really positive one. Yeah. It's night and we live, about seven minutes away so it's nice to kind of like be able to carry that tradition forward Um, absolutely so like my my dad sarah's dad and myself built malcolm's change table out of my crib from when i was a kid that's cool and it was a crib that my grandfather made and it went through like five of my dad's siblings and then we made it change table for malcolm which is now aubrey's yeah, and, and and you're right. It is. I think. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I had a off and on relationship with my dad, but at the end of the day, yeah. you know, I even though he's not around anymore, um, 
you know, it's still those scenes where like we go camping and it's my way of showing him who he was, yeah. but that's a really deep way to end this podcast. And <laughs> I don't want to end it on that note, but with that being said, like this shit was fucking wild. I appreciate his answers about Nelson, how forthright and oh, upfront he was and their friendship is one of my favorite things about the challenge. It, it truly is. Yeah. And I also want to just say, I know that, we we didn't really get to dive super deep into like his co-parenting relationship and stuff with Cheyenne and his, uh, you know, his bromance with Zach. But I do love what he had to say about that. And, you know, just the the amount of care you can tell he puts toward ensuring that that co-parenting relationship stays healthy and, you know, running smoothly. It's just it, I appreciate it so much, especially you know, I know Rick kind of said it, but like just things that we're going through in personal life, things that we've experienced in our personal life. You know, obviously we don't really talk about that stuff on the podcast, but we have experience with co-parenting and we also have experience with the other side of it where co-parenting is just damn near impossible. And it's it's really great to be able to see someone in Corey's, you know, like he has such a big platform. And so to be to take the time to show that this is possible. This is, it's possible to have a good, healthy relationship with your ex. And I know Corey said that, you know, his and Cheyenne's situation was different because it wasn't like they were Everyone's in love, but everybody's story yeah. is different. And no matter what your story is, you can accomplish something like that. You just have to want that situation for your child more than you want to get back at your ex or hate your ex or whatever it is. And, you know, so I think it's really great that he he puts that out on his platform, that he's open to talking about it and that he actually makes an effort to make that happen and show people that it can be done. Yeah. So I, I, I that's definitely for me, probably one of my favorite parts of the interview, just because I respect, you know, what yeah. he does so much. And the fact that he's such good friends with Zach when he doesn't have to be, you know, like. He doesn't have to have this little bromance friendship with Zach. He could just be neutral with him. But, you know, they have this adorable friendship. And, you know, I'm not a huge teen mom fan, obviously. But from what people tell me, it's just, and not that I'm not a fan of it. I just I just don't have time to watch it like many other things. But, you know, from what we hear, like their their friendship is is really cool and it's awesome to watch. And it's just it's nice to see somebody make those those steps and the fact that he said that not only do him and Cheyenne ensure that they treat each other with respect and love and all of that, but they make sure that their partners treat each other with love and respect. And that is so huge to me. Like that is massive to be able to say, you have to respect the mother of my daughter, or the you know father of my daughter, whatever it is, you know, depending on whose side you're looking it at. But but to take those steps to ensure that not only are you being respectful and and co-parenting well, but that the person you're now with is also part of that respect and co-parenting relationship is just it's fucking beautiful, man. So props to Corey, props to Cheyenne, props to Taylor, props to Zach, all of them for just making such a a respectful like unit for these girls to grow up in and not have to true sides or you know any of this like it's just it's it's awesome and it's beautiful and i love to see it yeah no absolutely and i was gonna add something to it but sorry you said it beautifully <laughs> so there's nothing i'm gonna add that's gonna make it better it's only gonna make it worse so um <laughs> i here's my thing is like i appreciate the way Corey plays the game and it's one yes. of the reasons i'm a yep. fan of him is that 
it isn't really an alliance based scene and you see that unless it's tyb him hunter or yeah him hunter and nelson yeah um but otherwise he goes into the season every season differently approaches it differently like you said and i think that speaks to how good of a player he is on the challenge and why he's made multiple finals he's done what nine seasons made four finals probably would have made a fifth one in final reckoning if it weren't for the pasta and you know he's on that verge every time he's lost he's lost to a goat he's never lost to he's only lost four eliminations yeah out of out of 12 yeah and you know well not elimination wise i'm talking finals he hasn't always lost to a goat because he lost to nelson i I, no i was just adding that nelson's a legend not a goat yes i was Uh, no i was just like adding that in as part of exclamation i got you co-signed okay page we're there yeah same same (laughs) sentence even apparently yeah (laughs) um but i think you know once we kind of see ct or bananas or jordan Mm -hmm. not be there it's really an open layup i think for Corey nelson and fessy like he said you know they're kind of the strongest male competitors out there and maybe kyle too yeah yeah absolutely well and i love how he like what he had to say about the pasta gate because it'd be so easy for him to just come on here and be like, yeah, fuck Tony. Like, yeah. well, fuck him. He messed with my food. Fuck you. You know, but he came on and he was like, look, dude, I don't like when people mess with my food. But I, de- I didn't handle that situation properly and I, I should have handled it better. And it really touched me that even though him and Devin came on, you know, final reckoning as like vendettas or rivals or whatever stupid word you want to use for it. He genuinely, and you could tell even now him just talking about it, he genuinely felt like shit for taking that opportunity away from Devin, considering what happened with his dad and everything. So, like, just Corey is such a genuine dude. Like, and I just, I have a whole new level of respect for him after actually, because yes, we watch these people on TV, we watch them on social media, we watch, you know, obviously Corey, we get a little bit more in depth because of Team Mom and all of that. But to sit and talk to him and, and watch his facial features and see how he reacts to certain things and how he answers certain things. You know, I just, I have a whole new level of, of respect for Corey. And I have to say, I am so fucking excited to hear him talking about coming back to the, not potentially, not maybe he said when I come back. So he is coming back. Y'all be fucking ready like he's gonna come back and win a championship i i I feel it in my soul oh yeah look oh totally it's not i wasn't stretching the truth by saying he's one of the new faces of the show because he absolutely is anytime he's on the show he is featured heavily by production Mm -hmm. in every aspect of it whether it's the promotion the actual show itself confessionals i mean shit even when he's not on the season he's still on the fucking season coaching (laughs) nelson yeah oh my gosh i totally forgot to bring that up i wanted to ask him about that because the fucking the fessy thing when when nelson told me he was working with fessy and he was like he like looked at him all crazy through the phone like yeah (laughs) and that's the thing is like in I love that Corey knows that, yes, this is competitive and that's what makes him want to do this and what he enjoys about it. Yeah. But he also understands that this is a TV show and I need to I need to keep things popping. Yeah. Like, think about how boring Spies Lives would have been if he wouldn't have took Amber's pizza. Yeah. Like that's all it took. Yeah. That's all it took was to stir up a little bit of drama, you know, and 
if you really think about it, like all the seasons that Corey has been on that he's like been involved with, like he's had big moments, like big entertaining moments. Like he's always entertaining when he's on TV. There's never been like a season that Corey's on and I'm like, what's Corey been doing this whole time? Like he's always he whether it was early on in his challenge career where he was, you know, hooking up with everybody and all of that. You know, we had the whole Anissa thing, which was absolutely fucking wild. You know, the Kayla, thing, like just there was so much. And then even after he kind of got out of that space and, you know, now he's in the dad space, like he still finds a way to bring the entertainment, even though it's not the hooking up and girls entertainment. He finds a way to bring some sort of entertainment every time he's on the season. And I think that that's something that's been lacking is somebody who can compete really well and bring fresh entertainment to the show, not just, you know, Johnny Bananas and his little quips. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the thing is, if you think about like one of the most memorable moments from Spies Lies, other than, you know, obviously the the finale, but like is him yelling at fucking Josh in that mud pit saying this ain't fucking patty cake. Like, yeah. And they used the yeah. shit out of that promo. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I think it speaks to Corey's place in this game. Yes. Is he on Mount Rushmore yet? No, but you give him a couple more seasons. I think it's a really you have a really tough time not putting him in that I will, position. I, yeah. I will put one caveat on that. Hmm. He is not on Mount Rushmore, but of the of the modern day players that have yet to win a championship, he is on that Mount Rushmore, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Like he is one yeah. of the best to have never won of the modern day. And 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 again, just for anybody who's listening, if you're new to the podcast, I tend to separate OG days from modern days because I don't feel like it's always fair to compare like a, you know, a, a Corey or a Fessy to, you know, like, or the games we play now to what they used to do back in the day. So I, I like to keep mine separated. Just, I know we have a lot of new listeners because I have about 37 messages and requests and every one of them is like, I'm late to the game. I just found you guys. I love you guys. This is amazing. Blah, blah, blah. So if you're just tuning in, <laughs> just so that that makes sense, that's why I separate those. But yeah, of the of the modern day players, like he is definitely, in my opinion, one of the best who have not won yet. And he is well on his way to a championship. It's just about the right timing, you know, the right format um, of the game. And, and he's got it in the bag. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, to me, it's him, Nelson. And I know people are going to hate this, but Fessy's on there. Mm -hmm. And same with Kyle. Like. Yeah. One yep. CT bananas, Jordan's and Jordan's got a long ways to go. Jordan's got a ways to but go. But Jordan goes, is but. a very much like Corey. I'm going to do a couple seasons. I'm going to take a couple seasons off. Yes. I'm going to do a couple seasons. I'm going to take a couple seasons off. Yeah. And I appreciate that about Jordan because it keeps him fresh for us. Yes. But I feel like Corey, Nelson, uh, Fessy, and if Josh really starts, you know, from what we I'm see on his see training and he takes that uh, game yeah. a little bit less emotionally as far as. I'm not talking mostly like cries, like everybody fucking cries. I'm talking just like take it personally. It seems like he takes some affronts personally in the mm -hmm. game. If he can let some of that shit slide, mm -hmm. you know, take a page from almost a CT and play a little low key sometimes. Yep. He's going to be tough to fucking beat, too. Like the guy's not yep. small. No, exactly. And that's the thing is he's he's not small and he's not stupid. He's just emotional. And that's the thing is like every time I see a fan like trying to bash Josh or anything like that, it's like, why? Why? Because he's emotional, because he cries sometimes. Like, Absolutely. get over your, your goddamn point? self. Yeah. Like, get over yourself. I cried before we got on this episode. For today. real. I, I did. I legitimately did because I was so fucking nervous because this is massive. Like, 
And it's okay. It's okay to be emotional. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be nervous. It's okay. All of that shit is okay. So anyway, no, I, I definitely agree. I'm excited to see, um, you know, what Josh is going to bring after all of his recent training. Um, you know, he's gotten super, super into CrossFit, um, you know, so I'm excited to see what he can bring. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit even more excited to see how Corey comes back to the game after all this time yeah. off. He's gotten to focus on himself, his, his health, his kids you know, and just make sure everything is smooth when he comes back so he can just go headfirst into the game, focus on it alone. And I think if he can do that and, and you know, make the right choices in the game as far as who he's working with and who to, you know, because that plays a part too. Um, but if he can get through that, man, he's, he's going to be a champ. And I could see multiple championships in Corey's future. Well, and depending on how soon he decides he wants to come back, he yeah. might come back before Nelson's ready to come back. And then we could get the, I'm doing it for my kids in L.E.T. Yeah. And that's what True. I'm, yes. you know, and just that little extra motivation. Yeah. But uh. <laughs> I mean, guys, look, we can sit here and talk about this experience that we just had for the last 90 minutes. Yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately, yeah, I just just spoke with Corey. His phone did die. Um, yeah. Like I said, we didn't expect okay. 90 minutes. <laughs> no, we so, love you, Corey. Yeah, no, <laughs> we appreciate <laughs> the time. And, you know, we're wishing you nothing but the best in the future, man, regardless whether it's on the challenge, teen mom, in movies, and yeah. just in life in general as being a girl dad and, you know, with your significant other, Taylor. Um, we wish you guys nothing but the best. Yes. And, uh, we will be keeping up with Corey and the progress on the movie. So we'll have anything that we can linked below for the information. And then we'll be updating on IG and stuff. And, you know, obviously, um, you know, we'll uh, we'll be shooting to have Corey back on again at some point um, and fill in some of the missing holes that we had to kind of jump over and uh, catch up on whatever in the future. But yeah, for now, I think um, I think we fucking killed it. I think we fucking smoked that <laughs> shit. And you know what? I'm going to go smoke some shit. Bingo. <laughs> so for myself, for Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes, Tony stats and fucking info Lance. Yes. That's two people, not just one. <laughs> I wonder who still falls for that joke. If you do, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in for this exclusive sit down with Corey fucking Wharton. Yeah. God damn. Anyways, guys, thank you so much. If you have a moment, please rate us five stars. Make sure you're subscribed because you don't want to miss interviews like this because you don't know when we're going to drop them. This yeah, shit's just coming out. We don't tell y'all ahead of time on this no. shit. So, <laughs> But with all that being said, thank you guys so much. Be good to each other. Love y'all. Bye. Later. Bye.